Mimi's go. Coming at you live from a car in Traverse City. <laughs> it's an acoustic room. Yeah, that's right. We are acoustic proof here. Okay, so we are currently at Traverse City NHL Prospects Tournament. It is what we live for. This is seriously the greatest trip of the year. <laughs> so if you haven't made the trip out, and of course you might not be in Michigan, but I think it's still worth it. There's go. people from Toronto here, so you should be here. Well, it's still worth a go just because there's eight teams, and we've talked about this before. There's a bunch eight of times. teams with the best prospects that their teams have found mm-hmm. who are competing for either a spot on their junior clubs, their most their NHL clubs, mm-hmm. you know, playing for spots there and there's so many scouts they battle it's, it's crazy there's like 200 scouts i think average a year yeah and it's packed this year i think mm-hmm. it's probably the busiest at least mm-hmm. yesterday so yesterday was the first day so we're gonna do kind of like a daily recap so the day after we're gonna be posting a recap of the previous day if that makes sense so there's four days of this tournament yesterday is day number one Rachel, why don't you go through the scores of yesterday's All right, so yesterday was a pretty interesting, um, it it was interesting with scores, not what we expected. So the Toronto Maple Leafs, this is their inaugural year year in Traverse City doing this tournament. They beat the St. Louis Blues 6-2. Which Um, is huge. Let's talk about that for a second. (laughs) St. Louis, St. Louis has a very stacked team. They had a lot of familiar faces. Torpachenko was one of them that stood out. You brought out the point, though, that the Toronto Maple Leafs invited a lot of people who are from the ECHL. So the ECHL is a pro league still. So the Growlers, the Newfoundland Growlers, are the affiliate of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And they're a pro team. They, they played like they're a pro team, which was, it was really impressive to me because I thought there might have been some jitters in the first period. It definitely looked like there was. Yeah. Because I think St. Louis yep, kind of controlled. St. Louis scored first. Yeah. yeah. And they, they kind of controlled the physical play, but it seemed like after maybe halfway through the first, Toronto stepped up, matched it, and, and beat them 6-2, yeah. which was incredible. And Kyle Dubas is here. Mm-hmm. Did see him. With so. his entire organization, <laughs> it looks like. I feel like there's <laughs> so many more Maple Leafs people here <laughs> than there are any other team. <laughs> there's a ton of Maple Leafs brass here. It's, it's crazy. Deal. It's a big tournament. It so, is. Uh, it who is. are the other teams that play? So the Dallas Stars beat Min- the Minnesota Wild two to one. That one was a tight game. Um, obviously two to one. It's the closest score um, aside from the Wings in Chicago, which I'll get to. Um, Dallas, they've got Ty Delandria, yeah. which he was a big deal during the game. He got a lot of attention, but he didn't get any points, which I thought was a little odd. Um, but they did a fantastic job, so they kept it nice and tight um, from. It, there was there was a little bit of scrappiness going on, so those two teams they kind of butt heads last season yeah. too. Um, so I, and if you keep up with AHL hockey, um, Todd Nelson was the coach of the Griffins, and mm-hmm. he is now with the Dallas Stars organization. Yep. So just a little fun. Fact he knows how to shop prospects. He's good. He's a great coach. <laughs> um, and then we've got, of course, Chicago Blackhawks and Detroit Red Wings. Well, who is the um, who is the other team? Columbus so, yeah, and New York. First. So Columbus Blue Jackets and New York Rangers. That one was a little shocking. Um, comparatively with the rest of them, but Columbus beat New York six to two, and a lot of that we can attribute, I think, to the fact that Columbus is and every year they is a, a very good team because mm-hmm. they have a lot of chemistry. They're very mature, mm-hmm. and oh, they, I think, they have the most wins of this tournament. They do. They have five right now. But with huge. with Columbus, a lot of their guys year over year are the same prospects. Over the yeah. last three years, they've had a lot of the same, so they know how to play with each other. They've almost all of them got pro experience. Yeah. Um, uh, Trey Fix-Wolanski was a big thorn in everyone's side. He got two goals, uh, back-to-back goals, within a matter of a few seconds. Mm. Um, and, you know, for New York, we talked with one of the players after the game, and he said that, you know, they just weren't playing as a team. They right. it's they just did not have chemistry. They weren't working together, and that's what kind of shot him in the foot for that one. That's a big deal. I mean, if you don't have chemistry... You're not, and you can't. You don't know where the other guys are going to be. Mm-hmm. You can't make plays. You yeah. can't keep plays going. 
that's just how it is when you don't have chemistry. Well, so, and a lot of these guys, though, too, this is the first time they've ever played together. Yeah. So they're having to quick adjust and, and learn on the fly. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's talk about Chicago and the Red Wings. So this game is probably the busiest of the tournament mm-hmm. and the most sought after just because of the rivalry between Chicago and the Red Wings. So they ended up winning. Um, the Blackhawks ended up winning 5-4 to four mm-hmm. in overtime. So we were actually down four goals to one in the first yep. period. So, I mean... I was excited because we, we actually came out really strong. Yeah. We got the first yep. goal. We came out really strong. and They were playing really well I together. I was actually really surprised because <laughs> our board play was very good. And then for some reason, so we score. And then Chicago scores after that. It was, and then they it score. was Chicago and then they score. the rest of yep. the period at least. Yep. Amazingly, we were able to, I mean, there's a lot of game left after one period. Yeah. There's a lot of game left. There's always a lot of hockey left. I mean, the first period doesn't decide at all. Right. So then second period, we ended up tying at 4-4 with... Um, a lot of efforts from Dovaleno, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Caden Fulcher keeping goals out yep. from the Blackhawks. Um, also, Giovanni Smith being a very physical force. Mm-hmm. Um, Pearson, um, too, physicality. Yeah, yep. I think that's one thing that came out um, in that second period. What do you think? I think so. Yeah, I, I would think so because he's he was he's skating as an alternate in this tournament. Yeah, um, him and Smith. So Chase Pearson and Giovanni Smith are yeah. both alternates, and I think... Um, Tyro Hirose is yep, also an alternate. Yep, he is too. But with, with Pearson, I think you're right. In the first period, he kind of sat back a little bit, but he did definitely kind of pump the gas a little bit in the second period there and yeah. got a lot more physical. Smith got a lot more physical, not in a reckless way like he no, did that first yeah. season he was in it. Smith has gotten so He's, mature. He has. He has. I think his time with sense. the Griffins this last season really helped. And yeah. that, that's why they have those leagues because yeah. you've got to learn to pull up your pants. Well, and, and wearing that A, I think that shows that also the staff mm-hmm. sees that too yep. i mean it's very obvious because smith he used to be a drop the gloves really quick kind yep. of guy and he's not that way anymore but that doesn't mean he doesn't defend you still know he's going to defend oh, yeah. the team he still plays with a bunch of he strength like crazy the kid is strong yeah. that's that's one thing that stood out to me about this detroit team so far um and i know it's only after day one and there's a lot to a lot more hockey you can but see a lot you can see a game. lot and our defensive core is like 195 to 205 average for the defense they're, so they're big kids this year we had a video more cider is um a draft pick of ours from this year so 2019 entry-level draft he was phenomenal last night. Oh my night. goodness, yes. His, it, was, it was great to see him play because we mm-hmm. have not yet seen him in person play. And he carries himself with maturity as well mm-hmm. already as such a young defenseman. And he's huge. He's, and his yeah. leg strength is very important. And he's good at keeping it in the zone and making him take shots too. I thought he made some really, really smart moves. And you're right, he does take shots. And they're really, really good and precise shots He would too. take he's a not, shot. He's not just he'd pass it or it'd get the rebound. And then take another one. I'm like, good grief. Like, that's <laughs> Way great. <to> go. <laughs> get it to the net. See what kind of rebounds yeah, you get. Yeah, and he's all, And I know there was a lot of questioning after Eiserman picked him. With, mm-hmm. like, why would well, you... Well, just surprised, like, yeah. really, that quick. Yeah, and I know there's a little bit of static there. And, of course, we did the video, and um, I'll, I shared it on our Twitter, which is at, at Access Hockey MI, but, um, so definitely brush up on it. But he, he kind of caught a little static. Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't no, really... I don't think bad static, though. No, just, just kind of like, Scratching why? the head. They weren't really but sure what was going on there. I didn't question it. I, the great, like no. a big defenseman. Yeah. We need those. Yep, I exactly. mean, with, of course, Cronwall retiring, we need some guys. Mm-hmm. And, of course, guys in the system now, we, we, we need to get our decor solid. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're looking really strong this year, and I was really happy with it. In years past, I'd been a little bit apprehensive. I hadn't been blown away this season. I've so far, and, and again, I know it's just day one, but I was blown away. Yeah. They did a great and job. a little bit more on the Red Wings um, in overtime. So, Hiroshi is a standout player. He's an mm-hmm. elite player. I didn't notice him too much until overtime. In overtime, his ability to keep the puck 
it because it's three on three in this mm-hmm. tournament. Overtime is three on three, and his ability to keep the puck and keep possession of the puck in was pivotal in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I, I know, I think what lost it is um, he passed it to, to Valeno, who ended up getting it picked off, and then yep. they ended up scoring yep. on the other end. Overtime, if you turn it over, it's like you just. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's and so I, hard to come back from that. <laughs> it is hard, but um, Hiroshi's effort in the mm-hmm. overtime was exceptional, and it just showed his edges. I yep. can't imagine having such clean edges and as controlling. Hiroshi. Yeah, he he does a fantastic job of filling the voids too. Um, yeah. With with three on three overtime, it's unique and not not everybody's accustomed to it. It is still a relatively new format over the last couple of seasons, so yeah. I think everyone's still kind of getting the hang of it. But he he did a good job of filling it in. Yeah. Before we talk about Chicago, I just want to mention. Um, talk a little bit about Zadina. Mm-hmm. So Philip Zadina was our draft pick last year, 2018 entry-level draft. And there was a lot of um, people who are really excited about him, of course, mm-hmm. because he is a talented player. Um, last season, we weren't extremely blown away no. by his play, but we also wanted, we know he can do better, of he course. Can, yep. So, Rach, what did you think of his play yesterday? I thought year over year he did a hundred times better. Yeah. Um, last season, I thought, especially between him and Valeno, they were the highly touted ones. I thought Valeno outperformed him last season. Um, I was actually quite surprised that he got sent back to juniors and, and Zadina was the one that got the contract. Mm. But this year, and having spent time in the AHL learning under all the vets there and having that professional exposure, I think it really helped um, his game so far this season. He's making smart plays. He's gotten stronger, like he a has. lot stronger. Yeah. Um, he's not stronger, getting... and I think faster if yeah. that's possible because he was already fast. Yep. That's not. That's no joke. He's yep. a fast skater. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that he got stronger and faster mm-hmm. too. His confidence has improved too. I it know. has improved. I do think it still needs a lot of oh, improvement. Yeah. You can tell on the ice, and this is just a prospect tournament. But um, Rachel and I were talking. Of course, you feel like it's on you if you miss a shot. Yep. And it, that was the go-ahead goal, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, you can't let it affect you. Um, you got to just keep going. Yeah, and I think that's one thing he's still working on, and mm-hmm. I think that he can overcome, and mm-hmm. of course he's going to have to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am encouraged by what I see, the growth yep. from this summer. So all I you thought, Zadina um, fans, you can <laughs> <laughs> you can stay excited. <laughs> yeah, you can rest at ease. I, I think he will be an elite player, and yeah. of course I want that for the I, team. I did really like the chemistry he and Valeno seemed to have. They yeah. were often they were on the same line, the top line, and I thought they did a really good job working together and yeah. reading each other. Valeno doesn't he's a he's a very strong person. Yeah, um, a great. I mean, his hockey sense is incredible. Yeah. His his skating as well is, yep. uh, I think, probably the best yet on mm-hmm. the team. Like, as far as in this tournament, I think yep. his skating has to be up there. Yeah. With with Chicago, who is it on, on Chicago's team that, I mean, they're obviously a fast team, but did anyone stand out to you? So, of course. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Chicago Duh. every year gets a team together that is stellar. And mm-hmm. this year, we actually had Michael Hakarainen, yep. who was previously with the USHL Muskegon Lumberjacks. So we were able to watch him for two seasons now. With Muskegon, so we knew he was going to be yep. a thorn in our side. <laughs> when he was picked, we were like, darn it. <laughs> I know, and the great thing is, you know, favorite team of his, so mm-hmm. that's super cool. He ended up getting the first goal, so awesome. I would say just for that, he was, of course, a standout, and I do think he's got some growing to do, but mm-hmm. I think he's starting at a good um, a good level already. Yeah, yep. he know? was keeping up with him. He was doing short shifts, but he was keeping up, Yeah, and he's and doing a great job. Of course, of that goal. I mean, he's yeah. always in the right spot, and I think that's something that Hakarainen always capitalizes on. He's mm-hmm. in the front of the net, and he's going to get a goal. We knew he was in the front. We were like, yeah. dang it, <laughs> they're going to pass it to Hack. They're going to pass it. Vulture, watch out. <laughs> yeah, um, so he, him for sure, and then um, Kirby Doc, of course. What 
draft was he? Kirby was this year's, 2019. Okay. He's very good. <laughs> so that's great for he's them. A, he's, he's also very smart. <laughs> yeah, he's a very smart mm-hmm. skater, and he's, of course, he's very poised, I mm-hmm. feel like, and very mature. You say composed. Composed, yep. He, he did not, because he was getting banged up pretty good. He wasn't falling, of course, but, you know, he's he's a good player, so they go after him. And yeah. he, I thought, carried himself really, really well. He didn't let him get under their skin, yeah. right under skin, and he just kept doing his job, and I thought he, he he did. He stayed very calm, composed, and he did not let anything get to him. Yeah, their goalie, too, of course, Gravel is his last name. He 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 was on it. He was a magic man. He that knew was, where that was, puck was. Mm-hmm. He knew where the rebounds were. I know sometimes um, you can tend, you can see a goalie if if you, you, those times where they don't know where the rebound is yeah. and you're like, oh my gosh, it's behind you. Everyone's pointing, <laughs> trying to tell him it's over yeah. there. And I don't think he had that problem. He no. always knew where the rebound was. He always knew where it was going to go after mm-hmm. he stopped it. And I do think that we shoot a little too much into his center anyway, or yep. yesterday we did at mm-hmm. least. Um, you could see toward the end of the game, mm-hmm. of course, we were trying to pick corners because that's where... Right, right. He is court. a little. He's a little slower to drop, but when he gets to the post, I notice him. He tightens that sucker up. Yeah. There's, there's no getting through. So if he get, if you let him get to his post, you're not getting a puck. Yeah. Through. All around this year, I think that Chicago's team looks small. I remember you saying that. Like mm-hmm. they look kind of small, sm- but small. Yep. I, they it doesn't affect them. Yep. I mean, there was one um, Soderlund for their team. Um, it got a little confusing because there's a Soderlund and then the Wings have Soder Blom. So it's like, oh gosh, which which uh, which Soder am I looking at? Not Cider. Um, but Soderlund for them, he's he's a small guy. I want to say he's five eight. Yeah. Not even one eighty. He's he's you know, and that's kind of like the average in this tournament right now. One eighty to two hundred is pretty normal but he is incredibly fast yeah and he's an irritant too he's like he can squeeze into these tiny little spaces and every time the puck was dumped into detroit's end he beat our guys out yeah um he's extremely quick he takes these super tiny strides but they're very very fast so i think he's one that despite his size is gonna be one to keep an eye i think chicago too we notice really quick because it wasn't maybe two seconds after they got possession of the puck that they scored they make so much of the little opportunities mm-hmm. they have in a game, at least, of course, in this tournament, and I think as a club. Mm-hmm. You know, they make as much as they can out of the small opportunities, and that's, I think, mm-hmm. what got us, is because the minute they got the puck, they did something really exactly. dangerous with it. They didn't delay on it. They set it up, they were patient, and they, they took their chance. What do you think, going into um, the next couple of days, as these teams develop, as they get used to playing with each other, is there a team that kind of maybe didn't get started off right that you think is going to step up a little bit? I think that this year is going to be really important um, for the Rangers, of course. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the beginning, because the chemistry. I want to see how they do from start to finish of this. Like, if they can get their chemistry together, if they can get that worked out and to see how they play together when they do have that. Yeah. I'm excited to see that. I do. I want to see the Red Wings go far. The last few seasons we haven't, because mm-hmm. there's, um, a, it's of course, a championship. So you right. get first, second, third, whatever. I want to see the Red Wings make a push because I feel like this prospect team this year is exceptional, mm-hmm. and I feel like they deserve that yep. because of how good they are. What, the you, last, what about you? The last year we won it at this tournament was 2013. Which 17. Co- is it 13 on the calendar? S- on the flag? 17. 17. Columbus won in 18. Don't quote us on that. <laughs> I, I don't believe her. They have these giant <laughs> banners, and she never trusts me when I say stuff like that. I like but, that. <laughs> she does. She mocks me for how little notes I take. But it's all in my brain. Right. But going forward, I, th- I think New York, it's going to be a huge deal. I think Columbus, of course, has a huge chance at doing another, you know, winning again. Mm-hmm. Their sixth title here is the Matthew Woos Trophy. Um, but I, I think you're right. I think New York is going to be one that they over the next, today is going to determine a lot, I think, for them. 
I think also um, yesterday Larson didn't play, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm really excited to see him play. Mm-hmm. I hope he plays soon, just because I there's so much hype around him, mm-hmm. and I, we saw him in the USHL for a game, and he the did. Tri-city. Yeah, he did well in college. I'm just I really yeah. want to see how he is in this. One term. thing to note is that Capo Caco was actually scratched. He was last minute scratched for New York yesterday, mm-hmm. so. and of course this doesn't mean anything as far as like the season this is just kind of they choose what games right. they play exactly in. well not like the the staff chooses the games they play because yeah. there's four turn or four days of playing yeah so. they got to rest some of them but yeah. i think overall this this championship and this this tournament um it's getting a lot more attention i think obviously because media attention but the fact that people are paying more attention to prospects now because there, so. there's a lot of to. clubs in our division that are you know they're struggling a bit to make something of themselves the blackhawks on the wings to, to start the oilers too the I oilers think, yeah for sure there's there's a lot of teams the nhl clubs that they're really assessing and looking at their prospect pools and thinking okay what can we do to make this better mm-hmm. um and i think with toronto being here too that's something that they're considering like okay we've got to figure out a better way well, to train I these think, guys so um we said before they replaced carolina in this tournament and carolina i think they just left because it was easier to go to somewhere in their division mm-hmm. for like when their season starts so it was nothing no bad blood or anything but the fact that toronto and i know they're close to michigan ish being in canada <laughs> i feel like all canada is close to michigan um <laughs> but because they are closer that could be part of it but i just think that toronto being part of this shows how important this tournament mm-hmm. is for prospect development mm-hmm. to see to assess where other clubs are with their prospects yeah. to see other prospects in other clubs you know, because you yeah. could pull from other clubs as you're, well. Yeah, you're not just watching video of these kids. You're right. actually seeing them live. And the interesting thing, too, is, well, they're not just kids. I mean, they're from 18 all the way up to their early 20s. Some yeah. of them have pro careers already going. But mm-hmm. they're still prospects. They're still unsigned by the NHL clubs. Mm-hmm. And the fact that all of these teams make such a point to come out here mm-hmm. and hundreds of scouts, hundreds of coaches out here watching these yeah, guys it's a big day deal. after day. Yeah, and to see the – and day after day – you see the change too in, yeah. the, in the prospects. It's really cool from day one all the way on to the end of the tournament to see how each one has developed, even in that short period of time. It gives a lot of encouragement to each club as to what they're going to look forward to. Yeah, so that is day one of the prospect tournament. That was yesterday, so the 6th of September. Um, today is day two, so we're going to get to it and get you some information tomorrow mm-hmm. on how day two goes. Yeah. Thanks, as always, for listening. Happy hockey. Bye, guys.